Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. It's day 15. Day 15! The last day of the Haruba show. My name's Dave. I'm here with Amy. We're here to bring you all the action from this exciting second day. And it... Second day. Last day. Last day. day. Second day. We wish. Gosh, do we... (laughs) No, <laughs> no, it's good. It's the last day. I've lost my mind because the sumo <laughs> was so good. Uh, let's jump straight into it. We've got a lot of sumo to talk about today. Yeah, my timeline, my metaphorical brain timeline and my actual social media timeline is full of sumo. That's how we like it. So we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. And you were talking about before we started recording, just that day 15 is often a day full of emotion. Yeah. And for us to go through it and then to sit down and reset and and, and start the podcast, it's actually a bit of a challenge. It's a really interesting one. I, I also think a lot about, you know, how much we, we post on Twitter and, and Instagram and stuff and like, do we post? spoilers and do we talk about it at the time we generally just put down the social media and and enjoy it that at the time but then yeah this reliving it now is a really interesting experience because we've usually to be honest we've we've been laughing we've been yelling usually we've been crying yeah honestly we run around we stand up for a lot of the bouts we had some friends over to watch it too so it, it is yeah it, it is a bit of a challenge to reset and go let's take ourselves mm. back to Jurio. Let's think about what this all means as what well. What it all means, yeah. Mm. But we're going to do it and we're going to do it for you guys. You should start us off with Jurio. I certainly will. And we start off with Nishiki Fuji. He gets on the belt of Makushita visitor Korokuzan and escorts him off the doyo. Nishiki Fuji finishes 7-8 at J12, Jurio 12. He looks safe. Korokuzan is 4-3 and three at Makushita 3. So good news for all those guys. Another Makushta visitor was next. Now, something's gone wrong with the programming here. <laughs> There's a lot of <laughs> Makushta guys coming up to Jurio here, but we will accept it. It's Dai Shoho now. He's at Makushta 2. He gets bundled out by Chiono Umi, who finishes 7-8 at Jurio 12, also looks safe. Dai Shoho at Makushta 2 finishes at 5-2. and two. Looks like he might pop up to a bit of the old Jurio. The third bout of Jurio, no joke, there is a third Makushita visitor. It's Ryusei. He was out for a couple of days, one or two days, but he came back for the end. He's against Yago. And Yago goes for it. He scratches Ryusei's cheek. There's a bit of blood in this one. And he throws him out. Yago is 4 and 11. And Ryusei, two wins, five losses, and one day out. You know, my problem with them opening up with three Makushta visitors, mm. not enough. No, need more. Need more. Yeah. The final day should be Jurio versus Makushta. Just get Arby in there for like an oh. extra bout for Oh, him. yeah. I know. I feel like they need this kind of wild card excitement for day 15. It has happened before. Do you remember in January they got a Makushta guy off and he had an to extra do an, bout? Yeah, an extra bout. <laughs> I like that. I mean, down here, be loose with the rules. Yes, for yeah, sure. Bring Arby up. Yeah. Do it. He's he's Makushita 56. He's won the Yusho. He needs a reward. But but they should put something on the line. Like Mm. if he can win, he gets to go straight to Jurio. Oh, that'd be cool. Make it interesting. Bonus, uh, little bonus. Yeah. Mm. Right. So this is the first of our Nanashaw, Nanahai or 7-7 matchups for today. Shahorzan and Taka Kento. Shahorzan, he showed the youngster today how it's done, sending Taka Kento out Okuri Dashi. That is Shahorzan's Kachikoshi. His first since November 2019. Shohozan. 
Uh, big effort for him. Makakoshi for Tucker Kento, seven and eight. I still think this has been a good basho for him, mm. so not a big issue. I should say when we don't talk about someone moving in the Jurio situation, it means that they've, they'll either go up a little bit or down a little bit, but they'll stay in Jurio. We'll talk about people who will move, move yeah. up or down out of Jurio. Well, a big one up next, Ura and Takagenji. Takagenji needs this one to move out in front, but Ura had other plans. He moved in low, scooped under the thigh of Takagenji and deposited him over the bales. Ura finishes this basho on 10 wins, four losses, one day off. Takagenji, 10 and four. So at this point now, with Takagenji losing that, Hakuyozan, later on, he will secure the Yusho with a win. But if he loses, we go into quite a possibly a large playoff. Uh, Ura didn't look so comfortable after this bout, though. No, I think the final move uh, he did to beat Takagenji might have hurt one or more of his knees. Um is it worth him coming back is the big question. I think maybe... Coming maybe, back? Yes, coming back from injury. When? When he came back from injury. Oh, yeah, totally I think it was. I mean, the, it's we couldn't say whether it was a knee or the calf, mm. and I reckon it was the calf. But you think getting to the 10-4 totally. at this point makes it worth It'll it? It'll put him at the top of Jurio and on the verge of Makuchi mm. return. I, th I think it was worth it. And he looked fine out there. We've seen people come back and struggle, but he certainly didn't do well, that. Well, he's got some time now. Apparently they have a week off now. Nobody does any training for a week and then they get back into it. So uh, that's nice. Yes, that is very nice. <laughs> uh, Nishikigi finished his campaign with a win against Chiotori, leaving Nishikigi on a respectable seven and eight. Chiotori, on the other hand, will want to forget this one Four and 11 next to his name. Mm, no good for Chiotori this time around. Bushozan, he pulled off a final victory over Kyoku Shuho and he ends his first campaign in Jurio at seven and eight at Jurio 14. He's at the yeah. bottom of Jurio. I think it's going to be a little brief stopover back into Makushta. Oh, and nothing wrong with that. He'll be back in Jurio very soon, I reckon. I think so. I think he looked really positive. He's yep. really... He's a really good Oshi guy. He can get in there like a little nugget, like a bullet. He can get guys out. It it just was that kind of 15-day thing yeah, for him totally. that you've talked about a bit, I think. Totally, so, totally. And, you know, we've seen people come in a Jurio and not post seven wins before. So yes. good on you, Bishorzan. Yep. Kyoko Shuho, he finishes at six and nine. Azamaru picks Churunoumi up and out and deposits him in the, the loser zone. <laughs> Azamari, he finishes up at 9-6 at Jurio 7. And Churunoumi, he's 5 and 10 at Jurio 5. Tohakuryu rides on the back of his newly found form. He smashes Sadanoumi six in a row at the end for Tohakuryu. He finishes at 7 and 8 at Jurio 11. He should stay in Jurio. Sadanoumi is 6 and 9. Mm. Rough one for Sadanumi. It was, wasn't it? But he'll hang around in Jurio yep. and I'm sure things will improve. Enho shot around the back of Wakamoto Haru in their bout today, hopping him over the bales via the thigh. Enho finishes this basho on nine and six and the win here broke a three-day losing streak. He really struggled a bit after getting Kachikoshi. Yeah, he did. He got the Kachikoshi early to... Uh 
save all of us just absolutely uh, worrying about it for the whole rest of the matter. Which we, we do appreciate. But then the next few days he struggled a bit. But a win on day 15, that's great for him. Um, it looked like he had a massive plan going into this, didn't it? I completely agree. He pulled it off. He pulled it off perfectly. Uh, great win for him. Wakamoto Haru uh, finishes on six and nine. Our next Nana Shaw, Nana High matchup, 7-7, seven, seven, Chiono O and Kyokutaisei. Chiono O, though, was just too strong for Kyokutaisei today, bodying him over the bales to pick up his Kachikoshi, Kyokutaisei Makakoshi. Chiono O at Jurio 3, he should find himself at the top of Jurio in yeah. the next Banzuke. Good work for him. Well, this is the bout that will decide the Yusho, Hakuyozan and Chiyomaru. Hakuyozan, they showed his entrance. Usually <laughs> usually that's for Makuchi and, you know, they spend a lot of time building that up. But I love how they do that on J- day 15 for Jiria yeah, as I know. well. They it's give really these guys good. the camera time. It's so good. So uh, Hakuyozan, a win secures him the Yusho. Chiyomaru, he's been in good form. And if Chiyomaru can win, he will cause a six or seven way playoff. Mm, there's many guys, just many of them. Many, many. Uh, well, what happened? Chiyomaru's thrusts weren't really doing much here and Hakuyozan was able to move forward easily and move Chiyomaru back and over the bales. Yusho, Yusho. Hakuyozan. I, I love that. I, I thought it was really surprising. I love when somebody I don't expect wins. I thought he fought uh, quite under the radar the whole time. <laughs> he did get one. Uh, Fusencho win, but that's all right. But 11-4 is a phenomenal result, mm. even if you take that Fusencho into account. Totally. Uh, Chiyomaru, 9-6, I think, on paper is a good result for him, but he could have been 10 or 11 wins uh, if he hadn't dropped off in that second week. Yeah, got a bit nervous at the end perhaps, but I think that will see him return to Makuchi. But congratulations to Hakuyazan. Uh, he's got a real young face, we we noticed. You've been a bit on board the Hakuyozan train. Well, you were at the I start have. of this fashion. Yeah, well, How did you feel about this? Again, this is the the 2020 when I had a lot of time to watch Jurio. Yeah. Hakuyozan did look good. Uh, yeah, I think I was, I think there were other Rikishi who I thought might have performed better. <laughs> yeah. But good on him. 25-year-old from Yamagata. He started sumo in 2011. So he's yeah. been around for quite a while. Yeah. He's in the uh, Takadagawa stable with Kagiyaki and Ryudan. So those guys both are going <laughs> so well in uh, Makuuchi, so maybe this will bring some joy to them. He got to Jurio Hakuyozan for the first time in 2018. He got injured in 2019, which is quite a common story, these guys who have yeah. been in sumo for a while and, yeah, injuries just kind of plague them and take them out for a while. Had to work his way back up through Makushita. He's been hanging around in Jurio for a while um, and he won this U show at Jurio 9, so he won't go back up to Makuchi at this point, but he should... Yeah, should get near the top with this. But you'd think at 25 years old, his best sumo days are ahead of him. Yeah, I, I think I always thought he was older. Older. Yeah, I know what you mean. But when you look at his face, it's very young. So young. Yeah. Yep. So that was lovely for him. Mitoriu, uh, he was up next against Daishomaru and Mitoriu let himself be pushed back by Daishomaru, who finishes on six and nine. Mitoriu, he finishes on five and ten. Not a great basho for him. No, I, I thought his, lack of form. I thought his second week was very, very average. Just yeah. the, no speed. Yeah, yeah, and he can. He's a big fellow, but he can yeah. move very fast. Exactly. 
Ichi Yamamoto. He was up next against Ishira and he uses his arms to work Ishira back and out in a surprisingly easy win. And Ichi Yamamoto finishes on the extremely respectable score of 10 and 5. Respectable. Very good. That is a very, very good score. Yeah, from the bottom of Jurio. That's an excellent score. On debut. Mm. De- or oh, not debut. No, he's been in Jurio before, oh, Ichi Yamamoto. Well. Debut this time around. This, it's his debut in March of 2021. <laughs> <laughs> and he's done very, very well. Ishira, he was 9-6 <laughs> at Jurio 2. We think he might sneak back in. Have a bit of a chat about that later. Jokoryu, he keeps up the good form and uses his large frame to work Aqua out. So Jokoryu, also a very respectable score. No, I called it an extremely respectable score. Yeah. <laughs> 10-5 at Jurio 13. Aqua at 8-7 uh, at Jurio 1. Probably will make a return to Makauchi. He is uh, he is Jurio 1 West, though, so we have seen people just flip across to the east. Yeah, I, I think Aqua would look at that score and be happy with that. I think mm. he's, he had to work so hard for this. Yeah. And, yeah, t- at times he... His sumo did not look very effective at all. Yeah, he either gets beaten kind of quite comp- comprehensively or he shines. Exactly. Mm. So that was Jurio. We had a little think about uh, Jurio and how much we've come to like it over the last uh, year or so. I mean, we, we always followed it. We always did Jurio Watch, but we've been watching it much more since COVID. And so we've decided to implement our own Sumo Manichi Jurio special prizes because, of course, in Makuchi you get the special prizes, the three, the Technique Prize, Outstanding Performance Prize and Fighting Spirit Prize, but you don't get them in Jurio and we want to give them. Yeah, and I think it was uh, that the Enho body drop halfway through it, uh, through this basho that made us think we need special prizes for Jurio. So as of today, Jurio special, special prizes are happening uh, I'll start with the first one. Uh, the Ginosho, the Technique Prize, we gave to the man himself, Enho. Yep. So let's have a look at some of his uh, moves during this tournament. So today he won by Ashitori. So that's the leg pick, uh, which was a one that we don't see often, but he often sort of tries to go for. People like Teretsuyoshi. Yeah, it's a smaller man move. The smaller man move. That's right. He got a Uchari. He went Tsuriyotoshi. That yeah. was the... Um, the big dump. The big dump. <laughs> the big dump. Yoritoshi, Tsukiyotoshi, Shitate Dashi Nage, Skuinage, Hikiyotoshi, and one more Ashitori. So we know that he always, when he wins, and he didn't, you know, he didn't go into double figures this time, but when he did win um, and he started off really well with a display of dominance, he won with... Great technique. Yeah, and I think that we saw Enho starting to struggle in Makuchi. Uh, maybe he, it was like his sumo had gone stale. So, so good to see on this return to Jurio that um, he's starting to mix it up again. Be creative. Be that great small man that he is. The next uh, prize, Shukunsho, the outstanding performance. We had a two-way prize here. Yeah, so this prize is given out to somebody who in Makuchi usually beats a Yokozuna, an Ozeki, um, a lot of the Sanyaku. So in Jurio, we took this to mean somebody in a lower rank who'd beaten some surprising people, so some of the upper rank people. So we gave this to Haku Yozan, who at Jurio 9... Uh, got the Yusho and beat a whole lot of people above him and ended up 11-4. And then the second person we gave this to was Ichi Yamamoto. Yeah, so 
at Jurio 14, I believe, a 10-5 is an incredible uh, result for him. Really uh, was consistent over this Basho too. I, there was no signs of him flagging in the second week. Really looks like he deserves to be here. And I think big things in his future totally deserved it. So the third is the, the Fighting Spirit Prize, uh, the Kanto Show. And we gave this to Takagenji. Yeah, Takagenji we've been following for quite a while and obviously he's had some um, family problems, I think, in the past is the best way to say it without going into it again. But seeing this young man find his feet again, find his confidence, because I think his lack of form wasn't about his body, it was about his mind. Mm. So to start to see him settle again and rack up a massive score... I think he absolutely showed fighting spirit in this basho. I think you're really right there. It was about him coming to trust and have confidence in himself and start to show a little bit of that, not aggression, but that like that joy of winning yeah. and that... Um, confidence in his own ability too, yes. I think. Yeah. I th I was really down on Takagenji. When all of that stuff happened, I just was like, well, he's going to disappear. Yeah, and he was going out there and he was just mentally downtrodden. Yeah. Um, so just to see him come out, he's still very, very young. And just to go, I'm just going to do consistent sumo to pick up these wins. I really admire him. Absolutely. So just to recap, we gave the Gino Shota to Enho, the Shukon Shota to Haku Yozan and Ichi Yamamoto and the Kanto Shota to Takagenji. Let us know what you think. So tomorrow we'll be going to the post office and we will be posting off the prizes. They are the... Uh, Clip-on koalas. The clip-on koala and the sumo mainichi uh, memorial bucket. <laughs> that Well, I mean, we'll, we'll pick them up from the engravers first thing in the morning and get them in the mail. Uh, Australian engravers, they struggle with the Japanese script. Yeah, so, yeah, so it'll so, look kind of yeah. like it. It'll be late morning, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll send them a T-shirt as well. You guys can buy a T-shirt as well. We never sell our T-shirts. <laughs> we never talk about podcast. our T-shirts. That's yeah. what I meant. We never talk about them. You can buy a Sumo Manichi T-shirt if you want. I can't remember where you have to go. Is it? It's online. It's somewhere. online. <laughs> Redbubble? Is it Redbubble? Is Red it Redbubble or is that I the think thing? So. That, yeah. Search Sumo Manichi on Redbubble and you can get our T-shirts. You don't have to. All right. So that's the end of Jurio, as we said. We think the people who might be dropping out of Jurio are people like Iago, who went 4.11 at Jurio 10. Maybe Mitoru, who went 5.10 at Jurio 9. Bushozan, I think, definitely, who went 7 and 8 at Jurio 14. And then Nishikigi went 7 and 8 at Jurio 13. So that's a kind of... Yeah, it's a line ball. Line ball one there. Um, some of the people who could replace them from Makushita, Daishoho went 5 and 2 at Makushita 2. Oho might make a return. What do you think? Uh, Four and three at Makushita too. No, I don't think he's ready for Jurio. No, not ready. No, nah, he needs, to, he needs another Basho down there, I think. He got a, a good win at the end. Yeah, four, Kod three. Yeah, yeah, four, three. Yeah, four, three, I know. Kotokuzan, he went four, three at uh, Makushita three. And the only other person who could come up, Tochimaru at uh, Makushita four, four and three. So I guess it uh, all depends on the old Banzuke gods and we'll find that out in a while. So... Let's move to the big time. All right. Move up it's to Makuchi. Yep. Can you feel the excitement? I, I can, can feel the excitement. 
<laughs> We're recreating it. Oh, but I know. We really felt it at the time. Oh, yeah. This is where we had to go on our first little run around our backyard. Yes. <laughs> well, the opening bout was Jurio visited Tokashori. I think it's his second time up for some reason, against Maigashira 11, Kodoshoho. Kodoshoho came forward looking confident for once. But Tokashoryu, easy as a like, grabbed the arm of the charging Kodoshoho and swung him down to the ground. A top-tidy armbar throw for Tokashoryu. Tokashoryu finishes with six wins in a row. How did that's, he get to seven and well, eight? Well, that's Nobody phenomenal. I, I think seven and eight here at Jury 01 is a great result for him. As he <laughs> said, finishing with six wins. Yeah. I don't remember five of them. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a good end end product for him, yes. I think. Kodoshoho, on the other hand, finishes in a bad way, but at least it's the end of the battle for him. <laughs> He'll most likely be down in Jurio. So he's at Magashiri 11, but he went 1 and 6 and 8. Um, so... I think he's definitely going to be down in Jurio. It's a surprise because in his career he's only yeah. had one Makakoshi so far. That was in Makushita when he was on his way up. He won the Jurio U show in March 2020. He came up through uh, Makuchi. He it's got up to Makuchi 3, I think, yeah. and now has just... But do you know what? Like, let's not um, cast going down to Jurio as a negative thing. I, I think for Kodoshoho, this is a natural evening out. He couldn't continue up. Yep. This is time for him to reassess, settle down, look at his sumo, and when we see him come back to Makuchi, he'll be a, a better rikishi for it. Yeah, I think that's why I wanted to mention how well he's done so far too because he's good, but he just needs some time to exactly, consolidate maybe. Exactly. Mm. So he, uh, one and six and eight, as I mentioned, Tokoshori seven and eight at Jurio one. Hidden Umi. Wow, this guy came up next against Hoshoryu. This was an um, absolutely amazing bout. Please watch this three, if not four, if not five times. Hoshoryu was on top first. They get on the belt. Hoshoryu went for two huge throw attempts, but Hidnomi's defence was rock solid. He tried his own throw, no good. They're back and forth. And then he did pull off the, the throw, the beltless arm throw. Skuinage win over Hoshoryu. He looked extremely happy about it. Hidnomi finishes on 10 and 5. Unbelievable. There were bouts that had a lot more riding on it, but this bout I reckon was one of those hidden gems of the day. Hoshoryu and Hidnomi both stayed on the offensive the whole way through this bout. Hidnomi looked so quick. He looked so young. I think he might be one of the youngest people out there. <laughs> I Is think he? he's, he's taken himself back in time. He has taken himself back in time. I was very, very impressed. He's rediscovered the vibe of sumo. I've been talking about Hidnumi for a long time and I thought this win today made me look very, very right. <laughs> <laughs> and I said to you uh, before while watching it, I'm going to over-promote him oh, yeah. in the Banzu next yeah. Banzuka. So what, he's Magashira 15 now, probably up to one. I wouldn't go that far. Okay. Sorry. Three. Three, three. All right, let's lock him in right now. You've heard it ahead of time, our Banzu games. <laughs> I'll have a good look at two. Oh, two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want to be wrong about it. Yeah. But, you know, like I'm going to make these mistakes because I care. Well, I'll tell you who wouldn't like that. That's Asashoryu. Apparently he went off on Twitter oh, and then he? on Clubhouse. Oh, did he? Jeez. <laughs> I love the new Clubhouse option. Just him screaming into the microphone. Can you imagine the distortion? He'd be up so close. I like that he tweets first. Then goes live on, on Clubhouse. <laughs> Tweet oh, first, Clubhouse later. I, I mean, oh, sure are you. Yeah. So it's he a, finished at 8-7, yeah. which was 
I think I, not really representative of yeah. of his sumo genius as you've established. Oh, well, look, as soon as I said that whole Mensa thing, he <laughs> he really went downhill after that. Yeah, he put the moz on him. Yeah, put the men's on him. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, eight seven. It's it's a kachikoshi, but you're right. You feel like maybe a ten five. He would have been happy. Yeah, with. I, I think he should. He, he's fighting above his Magashira nine rank. Yeah, but an eight seven says that he's not really. No, that's right. <laughs> he's probably fighting at a Magashira eight, eight level. Hidenomi, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> though, how can you not love him? Oh. Ten and five, Magashira, Magashira fifteen. Let's bounce him up to two. Hell yeah, we commit to it, and it's going to happen. Well, in a beautiful piece of programming, they've put the brothers back to back. Tobizaru up next against Kaisei. Tobizaru shoots left out of the touchy eye, grabs the side of Kaisei, spins Kaisei around once and then twice. And on the third time, he spins him down to the dirt. A beautiful shitate nage underarm throw for Tobizaru. Spin to win, Tobizaru. Spin to win. Now, how beautiful is this? The second brother, the younger brother, goes after Hidenumi. With the win, he also moves to 10-5. Double brother 10-5 win. Oh, beautiful echoes. It's it's really oh. nice. Some very proud parents, you would imagine. That. I think so. I think so. Toby Zaru, yeah, working his way to 10-5 after a bit of a oh, tricky time where come on. it seemed like people had discovered him, had <laughs> sussed him out. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, after last Basho, I think everyone kind of came away going, oh, well, I mean, that was a bit of a freak thing that happened earlier mm-hmm. this year. And he'll find himself settling down lower Maegashira ranks. But, oh, boy, at Maegashira 8, he said that's not happening. He's rocketing him up. He's going to probably about Ozeki. Oh, I'm <laughs> over-promoting him as well. I loved it. Tommy Zari, the flying monkey. Well done. 10-5. Kaisei, he got his Kachikoshi yesterday. So he is 8 and 7 at Maegashira 16. And we will be seeing him a next Basho in Makuchi. Kodnawaka and Dayamami, there was a lot of pushing and thrusting at the start. Then Dayamami was able to move in closer, got a right hand on Kodnawaka's beautiful blue mawashi. So nice. Kodnawaka with the right hand as well, but they locked up. Kodnawaka was much closer to the Tawara though, and that was dangerous. Dayamami initiated and took Kodnawaka over the bales. A good job by Dayamami. The other Magashira is 16. He's nine and six. He was impressive, this Basho Dayamami, and he, and he continued that today and really showed why. Like, he's surprisingly fast yeah, well, for someone in, so large. In January, he only got 8-7 at uh, Jurio 1, so he's got a better score here at Magashira 16. Yeah. Well, I mean, the other thing to keep in mind here is that uh, with his win against Kodnawaka today at Magashira 8, that was the highest rank he's mm. fought. So he, he has really fought down the bottom, but... 9-6 means that he's there for sure next time. Yeah. Yep. Good on you, Daimami. 9-6. Kodnawaka finished on 6-9. and nine. And we'll have to see uh, what happens with him in May because he looked a little bit off. Yeah, completely agreed. Next bout, Kodoweko and Kagiyaki. Kagiyaki was on top early and Kodoweko found himself on the bales almost immediately. Kodoweko bent the back kept in it, then surged forward. But Kagiyaki here was in the driver's seat. He attacks again, grabbed Kodoweko by the upper body and took him over the bales. Yorikiri. 
Yeah, well, at least we heard the the song yesterday from Godoako. He did get his kachikoshi yesterday. He was eight and seven. Kagiyaki may be motivated by Haku Yozan's win from the same stable. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a long bow. But anyway, at least at Magashira seven, Kagiyaki got one more win and he finished at six and nine. Tamawashi up against Teretsuyoshi. And a big old hanker from Teretsuyoshi to his right. He went for the leg pick straight off the hanker on Tamawashi. Inspired by Enho today, perhaps. Tamawashi gets his leg out of the way, though, takes a second to recover and then tries a pull on Teretsuyoshi, who had stayed pretty low. Yeah. It didn't work. And unfortunately, that left Tamawashi low now. And luckily for Teretsuyoshi, he could just pull, well, push Tamawashi out from this spot. Have you seen that um, meme of that old Windows operating system era where it says task failed successfully? I felt that that really wrapped up Teretsuyoshi's yeah, uh, sumo today. Yeah, he right. put He fell into a really bad position and then suddenly it's like, oh, I can just push Tamawashi from here. He was lucky to get away with this. But Teretsuyoshi, that's his kachikoshi. Yeah. I mean, he had to pull some moves this time and... I guess a big meet and move slash definitely a hanker was <laughs> one that he could have tried. I feel he, he I feel he was lucky today, but I think if we look at his effort over the whole basho, a little bit of luck at the end. Yeah, I think he deserves that. Yep, yep. Tamawashi five and ten uh, yes. finishing this basho at. Uh, well, I, I think one thing we can say for certain that Tamawashi will drop quite a bit. I had a little bit of a look back and he he will drop to his lowest rank since 2016 in July. Oh, wow. Uh, where he was at Maegashira at 12. Um, so from there he went to Maegashira at 6 and he's never been lower than that. But that's five years wow. um, for him, for the famous Rikishi who has never had a day off. Maybe have one day off, one spa day. Give him a spa day. Oh, he would really, really like it. I did notice his <laughs> eyes were looking very dry. <laughs> <laughs> it's cucumber time. Yeah, Tamawashi 5 and 10, unfortunately. Midori Fuji up next against Okonomi. Midori Fuji broke here, showed a little bit of speed, and I'm thinking maybe that ankle's looking a little bit better. There we go. The, the strapping I noticed wasn't as heavy. Yeah, it was small. It was just a little bit around yeah. the lower, like below that, um, the bone, the sticky outy bone. bone. Mm. <laughs> Which is good to see. Maybe this injury isn't as bad as we think. Let's see what happens. Okunumi was strong out of the touchy eye and Midori Fuji went on the back foot. Now, the last few days when we've seen him go on the back foot, it's over. But today there was a bit of action. Midori Fuji tried to pull uh, on the shoulder, his signature katasukashi move. The first one pulled Okonomi off balance, but he didn't go down. But then Midori Fuji pulled again, and this time it just left Okonomi. He was beached on the bales. Midori turned around, pushed Okonomi over for the win. Yeah, yeah. He really showed fighting spirit here. I hate when not going Kyujo is worth it, you know. No, <laughs> he got one more win, win. yeah. And I almost feel like it was worth it because 5'10 is so much better than 4'11. At Maegashira 10, it's almost <sighs> like he needed that to... To stay in Makuchi. Almost. I think you might be right about that. Yeah, I mean, he really is injured even if it feels better today. I thought he, I thought his moves are still really good, like he knows what he wants to do. Yeah, exactly. And here I guess it shows... 
how much Okonomi's in the, well, in the poo. Well, <laughs> I was just going to ask you. So he finishes at three and 12 at Maegashira five. It was hard to pinpoint exactly what the problem was for him. I could not say. I feel like he was in his bouts. Yeah. But just couldn't pick up the wins. Yeah. I mean, he's so experienced. He, We've seen him fight for years and years and years and then years before we even started yeah. watching. Like, I don't know. I couldn't see a... A direct problem here, but uh, he finishes at three and twelve at Magashira five. Of course, he'll stay in Makuchi, but uh, not a great one for him. <laughs> Ryuden was up against Miyogiryu. Ryuden kept his hands in a great position on Miyogiryu's upper chest, neck, and face. He was keeping Miyogiryu away from him and pushing him back. But then he locked up Miyogiryu's arms and it still looked pretty good for Ryuden, but Miyogiryu uh, also has a Morozashi and he was able to, because he's in better form, I think, although they ended up on very similar scores, but Miyogiryu perhaps a bit stronger, he was able to push Ryuden back and over the bales Yorikiri. Miyogiryu finishes on seven and eight. Mm -hmm. And given that Miyogiryu racked up a run of seven losses in a row, Seven eight's actually not a bad score for him to finish on at Maegashira four. Yeah, he had some. He was in the joy, so he was fighting up to start off with, and that's yeah. where all these losses came from. But he can beat lower guys. Yeah, that's for sure. And Ryudin just continues to look out of sorts here. Uh, there was a time when Ryudin was up on the body of Miyogiryu. It's just like he's not even looking for the belt. Yeah, you were yelling. I raised my voice and I said, <laughs> "Sir, please get on the belt." Yeah. Very politely. Yeah. No swear words. No, no. Just loudly. Definitely not. <laughs> Loud, I raised my no voice a touch. Yeah. It was stern, I think is probably the best way to say he it. He sternly told Riordan to get on the belt, but he did not. He finishes at <laughs> six and nine. Mio Gideon seven and eight. Chiyotaryu was up next on the doyo against Shimano Umi, and Chiyotaryu pushes forward, pushes Shimano Umi back, then pulls down. The Chiyotaryu special... Shimonumi hits the dirt Hataki Komi win. Yeah, how did Shimonumi beat Terunofuji? I can't even see it. How did Shimonumi fall for this? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a perfect execution of Chiyotari's, yeah. um the express and the slap down. Yeah. Either the express goes all the way to the end of the line or yeah. um, it stops at a station and... Goes in the other direction. That, <laughs> I know that <laughs> metaphor, analogy, whatever, it doesn't work at that point. But uh, it hasn't always worked for him, this basho. But this time it does. He's six and nine at Magashiri 11. That's particularly Chiyotaru. Yeah, sort of it dropped is, down yeah. a little bit. Shimano Umi, though, 411 at Magashira 3. I think everyone agrees Magashira 3 was, you know, it's a very high position for him after that great basho in January. Exactly. And it shows that they put him, this was his highest rank. Still a little bit of work for him to do. Well, I think what it got him is experience. Exactly. He, he fought in the joy. He fought all, all the big guys. Beat some of the big guys. Yep. Yeah. Beat Terno Fuji and he got amazing experience and, you know, he'll drop back down, but that's a life lesson. <laughs> <laughs> is it ever? Meisei up against Tsurugisho is next. And this is a bit of a if-win scenario here. So we're getting into the special prizes. If-win, Meisei will get the Fighting Spirit Prize. So uh, he has some extra incentive here. Meisei, he comes in fast, he locks his left hand onto Tsurugisho's belt and his right hand is in too. But Tsurugisho has his own left hand in 
his left arm in. Tsurugisho swings Meisei using that left arm, but Meisei, he hooked his leg around Tsurugisho's leg to stop himself being fully turned around. I thought that was a really super cool move to keep himself in there. Tsurugisho tried the same move again, but Meisei hooked his leg again and stopped himself being turned around. From there, Meisei, he's very good at steadying himself and then applying from there. And he did it. He landed the left-hand grip um, on Tsurugisho's belt as well as the right and uses it to take Tsurugisho out. So it is, after all of that, a kanto show for Meisei. Wow. Meisei, what an effort. Great <laughs> sumo today. Uh, and he really did show fighting spirit through. He did. It's his first ever special prize. He beat two Ozeki, beat Shodai and uh, Takakeshi. And Takayasu and Takanosho. So he did very, very well. And Maikashira 3, 10 5, huge mm. score. Yeah, Mesa, he often slips past. Since he's um, won the Jury OU show, remember the playoff? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the insane playoff where they drew, draw straws, drew straws. Um, he's done really, really well. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, this is an example. We were talking about Shim and Umi being bounced up to Maikashira 3. Meisei's been up here before, but certainly this time around, uh, he's been bounced up there and hasn't he done well? He has. He's 10 and 5. Tsurugisho, first uh, back in, first basho back in Makuchi at Magashira 14. He's 9 and 6. We've seen a lot of Rikishi down the bottom do very, very well. He was one of them. Looks super solid. Yeah, and I spent four hours examining my internal thoughts about this and I came up with, I'm very happy about it. Good. I like Good. it. Great. Well, the next bout of the day was Hokuto Fuji against Wakataka Kage. Uh, Wakataka Kage was another one of the special prize recipients. He got the Ginosho or the Technique Prize. Hiro should have been very happy. Hiro was very, very low key. Very about low it. key. We were waiting for a big soliloquy about how this was overdue the genius of Wakataka Kage, but he was very low-key about it. He was. He was before his bout. He was just announced that he had the prize and that was it. Something's not right here. Has he been told off? I reckon. I think he's been told to cool it. (laughs) (laughs) We heard that you went on a 10-minute rant about how glorious Wakataka Kage's calves were. Uh, Could you... Cool it a little bit. Yeah, I, I think it just would have been an NHK intervention where they're like, you've got to let go of September last year. <laughs> it's in the past. He didn't get it. Uh, maybe he was disappointed he only picked up one special prize. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> but he, he picks up the technique prize, which is no mean feat. I wasn't guessing this one for Wakataka Kage, but congratulations. Yeah. He's facing up against Hokuto Fuji. Let's see how they go. Wakataka Kage moves quickly to his left on the engage with Hokuto Fuji, sending Hokuto Fuji forward past him with the momentum of his charge. Wakataka Kage steps in, finishes off Hokuto Fuji with the push. This was a meet and move. Was it a henker? Probably not, but it was definitely a meet and move. I think it was ironic a little bit because to get the technique prize, it doesn't mean that you have to have the most crazy kimarite. But it does mean that you have to, you know, do some cool sumo in a way. And this, to do this to Hokuto Fuji on day 15, yes, you pick up the win and you get to 10-5. But for me, it was a little bit. Well, look, I'll go a step further and say that they should strip him of this prize. Oh, no. Like, how can, you write that. how can we have if win fighting spirit prize? Mm. There should be if Henker 
Yeah. Lose. Yeah, good Lose point. your technique prize. It certainly was a bit <laughs> come on. It certainly was a bit incongruent because oh. he I don't think it as I said, I don't think it has to be amazing kimarite. Like he had a totari, and there's a few yorikiris in there, tsukidashi, yoritaoshi, hadakikomi, everyone can do that. But still, like you are fighting Hokuto Fuji, you're both going in at 9-5. Why do a meet and move? Mm. Mm. Give us the sumo we want. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I would have liked to see him pull off a... A good win against Hokuto Fuji. Exactly. I think he was scared of Hokuto Fuji. Yeah, you might be right. Why wouldn't you be? I would be. It's the Magashira 2 off. Yeah. Needs a better name. But he beats him by a, a ruse. Well, that's, you know. you're exactly right. That's another reason that they should have just gone head on here. Yeah. But both Magashira 2 have done very, very well this Basho. Mm. Wakataka Kage with that win, 10-5, double digits. Yep. Uh, in... Other times he might have been looking at uh, Sanyaku promotion, but <laughs> not these days. Well, I think Hero wanted it. Oh, I think he might have mentioned the word Kamasumi. <laughs> Come on, mate. Uh, and at Maegashira 2, Hokuto Fuji finishes this basho with a very good 9 and 6. We also had the bomb drop that uh, Hokuto Fuji's wife had a baby boy during this tournament. How did this get by? Did you know about this? No, we do I had news no idea. every day. I definitely would have announced it. Was he even part of our marriage watch? <laughs> When did he get married? When did he have the baby? It's very cute. I need to see a picture. Somebody sent me a picture. He's a very private man. Do you know you oh, don't you don't so. you don't hear a lot about Hokuto Fuji in between Basho? No. Um, oh, but good on you. Congratulations. Lovely. Uh, robbed of a double digit <laughs> finish today, but he's got other things going for him apart from that. Let's move on. Well, we're talking about Hankers. Somebody who. Uh, Often did hankers was Chiyoshoma. He's up next against Onosho. We have not seen a single hanker or meet and move from Chiyoshoma. He is fully into front on sumo. And today at the Tachiyo, he does the same against Onosho. He gets a right-hand grip off the Tachiyo, uses it to haul Onosho around and throw him down, Uwatenage, falling on him as a final insult. And Chiyoshoma, as a reward, it's his kachikoshi. Yeah, well done. I've got to say... Chiyoshoma has been solid, this basho. Yeah. You're right. He didn't take the, the hanker option at all. No. I think he was, he looked very sharp out on the doyo. I think he looked way more solid. He usually dances around and he sort of yeah. legs in the air and yep. he he looked way more solid. Yeah. So 8-7 he'll finish on. I think that would be uh, a big relief for him to get Kachikoshi. On Osho, the Mayagashira 1 finishes on 4-11 and 11 with that loss. As we've said Throughout this basho, it hasn't been going well for him, but I think there are positive signs, and we've seen this guy bounce back from bad results before. Let's go on Osho. Next bout of the day, the other Maegashira 1, Takara Fuji and Kiribayama Maegashira 4. Kiribayama got right into Takara Fuji's grill, slamming attacks under his chin. Takara Fuji finds a belt grab here and he drives forward, but Kiribayama stays in control as he moves backwards. He grabs Takara Fuji's arms and he swings him towards the bales. Takara Fuji mounts an amazing defense on the Tawada. He nearly slipped out of the danger zone here, but Kiribayama pulls and sends Takara Fuji to the dirt in the center of the doyo. It was a Hikiyotoshi hand pull down win for Kiribayama. 
It actually was Okuri Hikiyotoshi. Oh, Okuri. So the rear, the rear hand, hand pulled pull down. down. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, Very I think rare. we had Hikiyotoshi at the time, but uh, oh, I think I yeah I wrote down Hikiyotoshi, but it was well we wondered at the time whether the twist over the leg. Yeah, true. Was the Kimarite here? But yeah, you're right because Takarafuji, in escaping off the bales, put his back uh, to Kirabiyama here. Yeah. Either way. What can you say? Yeah, Kiribayama Kiribayama did well. Yeah, he did. And he was coming into this with that extra incentive for just one more win to stop himself. Slipping too much at Magashira 4 and finishing at 7 and 8 is uh, is not bad. Well, my old saying is there's no shame in 7 and 8. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 6 and 9, there's heaps of shame. That's written down on some scrolls, some, some ancient scroll. scrolls. These, Yeah, I found some silver plates buried in the backyard and the first thing it said was no shame in 7-8. Absolutely agree. There is, however, <laughs> shame in 3 and 12. <laughs> oh, Tucker of Fuji, just look out of sorts. We were so excited to see him at, Mai- at Maegashira 1 mm. and he failed against the Sanyaku. He failed with the people at the top. I don't know. I can't quite put it, put my finger on it. He was just out of sorts. Yeah, maybe it's an over-promotion like at work, you know, where you, you just don't want the responsibilities oh, yeah. of the higher position. It's too much. Yeah, and it could be with, you know, the second child. Maybe his priorities have changed. Maybe, maybe. He, should be, he should go part-time. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe he should talk to his supervisor. <laughs> maybe he's like, yeah, maybe I could go to uh, Makushta and just do, you know, 0.5. Well, working from home is all the rage oh, now, yeah. right? He needs to work from home a third of the time. Well, if there's a way he could do it, <laughs> maybe Call of Duty or something like that. So Maegashira 1, Takarafuji finishes on the 3 and 12. Akisayama and Daesho. Now, both of these guys are coming in at 7-7. Seven, seven. Total battle of the hearts. I, I couldn't even think about this bout. As I said, it slipped away from my mind every time I tried to think about it. Let Sumo be the winner here. Let's go. Akisayama, he goes full force mode again as fast as he can, which is actually pretty fast. Unfortunately, that means Daesho stands him up really high and can use his powerful thrust to move Akisayama back and out. Akisayama, he goes seven and eight. That's his makakoshi. But what it means is that Daesho gets his kachikoshi. Yeah. And I mean, look, you can be disappointed for Akisayama here, but Amigashira 12 on the final day taking on Komasubi. Like all this says to me is that he had a cracker of a basho and that he was put up because he's doing so well. So again, no shame in the 7-8. He lost today against the, you know, current Yusho holder. Akisiyama, he did okay in the first couple of seconds, but Daesho is just of a different class. Totally deserves his 8-7. And what it means is that he will stay in Sanyaku as Komasubi. I don't think he will go up or anywhere. <laughs> He's just going to stay there. Um, he did get a headbutt in the face from Akisiyama too. Oh, That's yeah, his other was, <laughs> legacy. He was really wincing like for a long time after yeah, this one. I think he'll have a, a black left eye there. And the other side of this Akisiyama, he'll still be in Makuuchi. He'll just have a, a tiny little slip from yeah. uh, Magashira 12. But as you said, coming up against Komasubi, Huge for him. Well, look, yeah, I mean, it's actually pretty amazing. He should have been fighting someone around his rank today. Yeah. So well done, Akisiyama. 
The next bout of the day was a Nana Shaw Nana High 7 7 face off between Ichinojo and Mitakumi. The Tachiai was even and they drove into each other. Mitakumi pushed in hard. Now, while Ichinojo was on the back foot, he did manage to unsettle Mitakumi momentarily, but Mitakumi found his feet and it was an easy case here. He just pushed Ichinojo over the bales. Oshidashi win. Kachikoshi for Komasubi Mitakumi. And again, I mean, Ichinojo Magashira 6, we know he can fight much higher than that, but again, he's coming up against someone like Mitakumi who yeah. should be able to put him away and did today. So no shame in that at all. The 7 and 8, as it's written on the tablet, <laughs> Ichinojo, <laughs> you're absolutely fine, mate. Mitakumi, though, Komasubi 8 and 7, he'll stay there. But again, as usual, a little bit disappointing. Yeah, it wasn't a convincing 8-7, was it? I mean, it's interesting to contrast the two Komasubis here. Both Daesho and Mitakumi end up on 8-7. Um, I feel like Daesho had a really bad run and then came home strong. Mitakumi could flip a coin every day. Yeah, yeah, uh, and that's the way it goes with him. <laughs> sure is. Maybe he'll have a good one, have a better one in May. We will see. A big match next. It's Komasubi Takiyasu coming into this at 10 and 4 against Aoyama, also coming in at 10 and 4 at Magashira 12. Uh, one of these guys is going to remain possibly in the Yusho race. And a special prize is on the line. The winner of this gets uh, the Fighting Spirit fighting Prize. Fighting Spirit Prize. As well. So it's so, so much, much at stake here. <laughs> we know that Aoyama has said famously in the past that he gets very nervous, but that he was over, able to overcome his nerves at the No Spectator Basho in March 2020. So uh, can he overcome his nerves here? Well, he gets fired up before the bout. He heads to his corner with a uh, decided <laughs> strut. <laughs> I Leaving thought this Takiyasu was so cool. Just standing. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so they go back down again. Takiyasu, he comes forward at the touchy eye and he tries to get up and under Aoyama's underarms. It's a good idea, but the grip slips off. He stands Aoyama up with the chest though, and then he tries a pull. It's a it's a really good, I mean, if you if you think pulls are a good idea, and they can work, yeah, um, it was a good one to try here. But Aoyama, he was just too solid. He's really standing well at the moment. Takiyasu tries to push back from here, and from here, Aoyama goes for this slap down, and he's able to do it. Takiyasu is too low. He goes down. It's the fighting spirit prize for Aoyama and Takiyasu. He loses any chance of a Yusha. Yeah. Mixed emotions here. Really mixed. Let's start with Takiyasu. Yep. He lost four of the last five days. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, five days ago, he was looking like the person to catch in this Yusho race. He lost a couple of really close ones, but as we were saying, like, this was his chance. These were the ones he needed to win. And again, today, this match could possibly keep him in the Yusho race, and he failed. Mm. Not to take anything away from Aoyama, he has been in unbelievable form. Hasn't he? I've been critical of him in the past, but everything I've seen from him, him this Basho and the couple of Bashos before, 
uh, he's just so good. Yeah. So solid. He finishes this Basho with seven straight wins. Like that is phenomenal. Very, very cool. Very, very good. And he puts himself in the Yusho race. Well, he's in the Yusho race. Probably not what he was thinking most about. No. Because <laughs> um, he's surrounded by some amazing names. But for a Maegashira 12, he's hit form beautifully. I, I'm just a big fan. Yeah. Takiyasu, it was a difficult one for me because I was I was quite invested in him getting a Yusho. Yeah. But then if he can't beat Tobizaru or Wakataka Kage or Aoyama at the end. Yeah. I, I really don't see it as a choke. I see it as two very close losses that maybe he could have dominated a little bit more. Yeah. And Aoyama, I mean, there's a time where he definitely could and should have beaten him. Uh, I, I just think maybe he's not quite up to it. Yeah, and I think the thing, you know, we're big Takeyasu fans and look at the people he's surrounded by. They all have a Yusho mm. and they've all won that Yusho in you know, strange circumstances, either Yokozuna have gone out or not turned up at all, but all of the Sanyaku have Yusho mm. apart from him. Mm. And he's been in Ozeki for a long time and it felt like things might be coming together here for him. But as you said, if you can't beat these rank and file in the last few days, you don't get the Yusho. Yeah. And I don't think our disappointment actually means anything in compared to his disappointment yeah, in I himself. Know, I, know. I mean, yeah, he really, uh, having said everything that I just said, I think he does have the strength to to take out a Yusho, but the circumstances need to be right yeah. and they weren't today and he was disappointed yet again. And he's still, we've got to remember, he's still on his comeback trail. You know, he's still returning to Sanyaku. Yeah, but he's seeing someone like Terunofuji, like, yeah. overtake him. And we already know that Terunofuji's Ozeki status is confirmed again. Yeah. Like, he's just seeing people kind of pass him by. Yeah. It's it's really hard yeah, for him. Yeah, it's really, really hard. He's so solid. He's so great. I'm a huge fan. We're huge fans. We love you, Takeyasu. Yep. You did an amazing job. You finished on 10 and 5. At Komasubi, that's a great score. Very great. Well, let's move on to the third last bout of the Haru Basho. Nanashaw, Nanahai, 7 7 face off. Maegashira 7, Tochinoshin, up against Sekiwake Takanosho. It was a great touchy eye from Takanosho. He met the Tochinoshin charge. Then it's like Tochinoshin just took the pressure off for a second, and Takanosho took that opportunity. He charged Tochinoshin over the bales, absolutely rinsed him. Oshidashi win for him. Another 8-7 for Takanosha. It's a perfect <laughs> store, a score for him at Sekiwake. I looked up because I yeah. felt like I was being too harsh and I'm here because it turns out I am. In January, he was 9-6. Okay. That's fine. Before that, 8-7. But before that, 10-5. At Sekiwake? Uh, at Komasubi. At Komasubi, I'd yeah, say, right. yeah. And then before that, 8-7. He does love an 8-7. Yeah. You have to admit there's three... Three in there. Yeah. Um, he did really well today. He absolutely uh, rinsed, as you said, Tochinoshin. So a, a disappointing end to this basho for Tochinoshin. Mm. I, I thought he fought well every day. Yeah. Um, obviously his strength is eluding him a little bit at the moment. There's no one I doubt less that they're putting in there. Yeah, absolutely. Their whole effort yep. every day. Yeah. 
You cannot doubt that with Tochin Oshin. He finishes on seven and eight at Magashira seven. He will not drop very much, which is a, a good thing to see. Takanosha will retain his Sekiwake status at eight and seven. At this point in the coverage, can we talk about the NHK split screen technology? Oh. We've never seen this from them in the past. At this point, they're showing uh, Takakesha, well, before this bout, Takakesha and Terunofuji's faces split screen really close up. Well, we saw them play with it yesterday when we saw, I think it was Terunofuji and someone else, split screen Hanamichi shots. Yep. But seeing what they did with it today... Really harnessing that early 90s split screen Turn technology. Turn Fuji Yummy yesterday. Yeah, yeah, was. that was yep. the one. Uh, but, like, in all seriousness, a very powerful shot. It's watching really their Watching their face close I up, side by side. I feel like it's technology side. from uh, 2015, but they've just, like, gone, we can do split screen. Yeah, and by 2015 you mean 1985. Um, <laughs> and I think that what's fascinating about that is to try to read some kind of weakness or emotion or something from two, two rikishi who are very good at containing their emotions. Takakesho uh, was visibly sweating. Mm. So um, much so that the people we were watching with thought he was crying already. Yeah. We had to say, that's not the case. <laughs> he does love a cry, yeah. but he's not crying already. Yep. He's just sweaty. His skin is crying. Terana Fuji, though, shows nothing, does he? Nah, not at all. All right, well, so this is the big one. This is it. This is Ozeki Takakesho up against Sekiwake Terunofuji. If Terunofuji wins, he wins the Yusho. If Takakesho wins, he is into a playoff with Terunofuji and... Aoyama. <laughs> fantastic. Tachiai. They prepare a lot. There's a lot of going back to the corners. Everybody looks very strong. Takakesho actually looks quite relaxed at this point, I thought. And... Off the touchy eye, Takakesho, he looks really good. He pushes Terunofuji back, but Terunofuji braces. He puts pressure on those knees. Takakesho, he grabs Terunofuji's right arm here. It's a very conscious decision. He tries to haul him around with it, but Terunofuji is able to raise his elbow and yank his arm out of Takakesho's grip. This is huge. In doing so, Grabbing the arm, I mean, Takakesho has moved himself far back towards the Tawara, too far. And when Terunofuji yanks his arm out of the grip, he knows what he has to do. He's close and he gets closer to Takakesho and he is able to shove him out. Oshidashi. Yeah. Yusho. Third Yusho. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Fuji. As you said, Takakesho's opening was really good. I thought so. I, I mean, yeah, you're right. Like he couldn't. He was never going to take Terunofuji over the bales, mm. but he put him into that really vulnerable position. Mm. I thought the arm grab was really good. I think the arm grab was a mistake well, because he pulled himself right back. But the thing is, I think he had to try something like that to win this one. He mm. was never going to win it in a straight line bout against Terunofuji. Couldn't he have just shoved him straight out? Well, no. obviously not. But that worked for him last time they they in the playoff, mm. but it didn't work out of the touchy eye. So it's very unlikely it's going to happen halfway through. Um, I mean, you have to make those, those yeah, decisions, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yep. You have to decide to make a play. Yep. That was the play you made. Yep. We have no idea how it could have gone if Terunofuji couldn't have pulled his arm out. Maybe it would have worked yeah, for Takakesho. Well, you know, I mean, there's some people when you see them get the arm, you go, well, this opponent's in trouble. 
Tucker Keisho, we don't see him go for the arm grab all that often. Mm. And you're right. There's a height difference. There's a strength difference here. Uh, Terunofuji just put himself in the right place at the right time. He, he did. Totally deserves this Yusho. It's show for it. It's his third. His first was in May uh, 2015 from Sekiwake. Yep. Same. Uh, his second was last year in July 2020 from Magashira 17 on his comeback. That was his particularly emotional one where we, we did see some tears and some uh, wholesale emotion. Uh, he had a fifth and sixth junior show last year in November and this year in January. So he's really been leading up to this basho. It, it's interesting. So he's won two Yusho on his way back. But then you think about that uh, that uh, first Yusho he won in 2015. There would have been three Yokozuna. So Hakuho, Kakuryu, uh, Harumafuji. Mm-hmm. And a whole... Uh, contingent of Ozeki, him included. That one, I remember at the time, meant a lot. He had to fight some very, very quality opponents. The, these ones are uh, are a little different, I think. He's, he's not at the height of his game yet. We saw him stumble a few times famously through this basho. He's not quite at the point where he's just beating everyone. And I think going into this bout, I think Taka Keisho had a real chance because you can catch Terunofuji off guard. You can, and it has been done for sure, but you've said yourself that he looks unstoppable at certain points. What's, well, on the days he wins, he looks unstoppable. And there, most of the days. Yeah, but then, you know, we saw that, that bout with Shimon Umi where he just looked like slow and couldn't catch him and couldn't put him away. Mm, it did go for a long time. I mean, he did have quite a few opportunities. I'm, I'm feel like I'm framing everything now in, in this year show and the Ozeki uh, promotion. But, yeah, he's definitely a different person now. Yeah. He's yep. come back from what we know he's come back from. He he has his injuries. He carries them now. Yeah. And he has to deal with them yeah. as he fights now. But he's still to do this is oh. It's extraordinary. And he's got a head that's five years more mature. Mm. And I wonder how much that's serving him now and will continue to serve him as he steps into Ozeki a second time, as you said, a bit more aware of his body and a bit more aware aware of how to fight within his limitations. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. What's next? Yokosun. No, well, I, I mean, I, I really don't know. He, so he's Ozeki. We know that. So he'll be coming into. Well, let's do the final bout. Yeah, and maybe yeah okay, we'll talk okay. about that because that has some bearings. Well, on this. it does. So Ozeki Shodai coming in at seven seven against Ozeki Asuniyama, who is coming into this one nine and five. Look, I got to say, you put this bout after the bout before. It's hard for me to pay attention. Well, you asked me if I actually wanted. Shodai yeah. to win this at this point. Yep. So, which so is an interesting question. Shodai did. Shodai did look good early, but eventually Asuniyama prevailed. He swung uh, Shodai down to the dirt. Now, there's a couple of things that have happened here. So, as Asuniyama swung Shodai around, they knocked the Gyoji off the doyo. Mm. Let's park that for a second. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that later. I am a big Shodai fan. I think he needed to lose today. Mm. I think his sumo has been lazy, this basho, and I think he needs a scare. He's, he finishes on 7-8. That's Makakoshi. He'll go into next basho, Kataban. 
Um, second time in his Oseki career. The other time. one, though, because of injury. Injury, yeah. Mm. But so with Ozeki Asaniyama finishing on 10-5, I think that's a powerful and deserved result. And, and I think it was the right thing to happen today. Yeah. When you asked me what I thought should have happened here, I, I was like, of course I wanted Chodo to win. But that's a really interesting point of view that he needs a, a wake-up call. Yeah, because his sumo didn't deserve it yeah. this time. There was uh, the other problem with his Oyakata and Yutakiyama as well, actually, which is interesting to discuss. Their Oyakata being um, uh, yeah. <laughs> retiring yep. because of the COVID issue where he went to somewhere, wherever he went. Nightlife. He went where you went when you weren't allowed to go. Mm. There was a big scandal about that. And it must have caused a big shake-up in the hair. Yeah. So there's a bit of a question about how Shodai and Yutakiyama were influenced by that. It doesn't really matter because his sumo, if he was influenced, his sumo is, has been affected or hasn't been affected, but it's still not great. Yeah. And it still needs a bit of a shake-up. And at Ozeki, he shouldn't be getting seven and eight. No. Through no injury reason. Yeah. So... I'm inclined to agree to agree with you, actually. Yeah, I, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world for him to go into May Carabin. No, and look, I, I say this is a big fan. I want the best for him. Yeah, well, I'm a huge fan. Yeah, I definitely don't want him to to drop out. But he needs to pull up his socks. Yeah, let's let's just go back to the issue of the uh, Georgi being knocked off the mm. doyo here. Yeah, so he was hit uh, off. He fell and he stayed down for a little bit. The first. Let's go for the funny thing first because he wasn't, let's say, he, he was okay in the end. We, we have to say that. Yeah. Um, the funny thing first was that another Kyoji popped up, emergency Kyoji. Yeah, well, he was quick up on the day. Yeah, he called the end. Yep. And he did the Kyoji flip at the end, the throwing the <laughs> Kyoji re- in the end. <laughs> he really he stepped stood up in. very, very quickly. But, look, you know, in all seriousness, we saw a contrast here. The Kyoji was very, very carefully and immediately helped up and escorted out of the doyo. Uh, it's hard not to draw parallels. Yeah, we couldn't help noticing a bit of a difference between the reaction to this much uh, respected, very well-established Gyoji, the response to him being possibly injured, and the response to Hibikiryu yeah. the other day, who we still haven't heard any news about. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is we heard on the coverage update updates on the Georgie's well-being within 20 minutes. 20 minutes. And I mean, fair enough, the updates were that he was okay. Yeah. Whereas Hibikiryu yeah, and could look, be paralysed for the rest of his yeah, life. And, but, and, like, you know, I guess if we're if we look at it evenly, that prognosis could take days or weeks to play out. Yeah. But, it's just interesting that independently both you and I thought that. Yeah. That same thing. Like the the response was really, really different. It was immediate. It was very, um, we need to take care of this now. We need to look after this person mm. rather than going, can we get this this person off the doyo? Yeah. Why can't they move? Anyway, a bit anyway, of a down at yeah, finish well, off is, look. But <laughs> <laughs> we, we did notice that. Let's talk about where everybody will move in the, uh, in the Sanyaku and in uh, Makuchi. So Sanyaku... Pretty much, it's easy here. Everybody is is pretty much going to stay. Komasubi 
We have Daesho, Takeyasu, Mitakeumi all had uh, Kachikoshi. Takeyasu obviously got a really good score, but both Terunofuji and Takenosho in Sekiwake uh, kept their scores as well. Terunofuji will move to Ozeki. That does free up a spot in Sekiwake, so uh, probably Takeyasu will move up to that spot, I would think. Yep. Agreed. And Ozeki, we have Karaban Shorai, Asaniyama, Takakesho, and New Ozeki, Terunofuji. Wow. Exciting batch of rikishi up there. Uh, dropping down to Jurio, we think probably Yutakiyama and Kodoshoho. Coming up from Jurio, it doesn't leave much space. That would leave two, uh, two spots due to people dropping plus Kakuri's spot. So maybe Aqua. Chiamaru and Ishira, we think that maybe Enho won't get a spot up in <laughs> Makuchi, which is interesting. But despite sure. his uh, special prize, despite his wow. Sumo Manichi special prize, it's worth nothing. Horrendous. Well, that's it. Another basho over. A big one. So many thank yous. Uh, we want to say thank you to all of you for listening, for chatting to us, for responding to our silly call-outs <laughs> and our questions. We uh, really appreciate everyone who listens. Um, please feel free to subscribe if you haven't already. Please feel free to rate us, to write us a review. It's really helpful if you do. We'd like to say thank you to um, the other people we find information from, Sumo Follower, Tachiai Blog, our mates at Sumo Kaboom, um, and Grand Sumo Breakdown, the other Sumo podcasts, Sumo Soul, Jason, of course, and providing uh, videos for us to watch. We've got Mbovo Sumo, Kintamiyama, and good old Nato Sumo. How yeah. are you going, mate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you tired? Because uh, you've done Makushita, Jurio, and Makushita uh, and uh, Makuchi. An amazing service to the <laughs> sumo community. And uh, Nato, we've enjoyed your little uh, call out at the end of the uh, telecast as well. Yep. Beautiful when you work. get on the mic. <laughs> Good job. Um, thank you so much. Yeah, we'll be back uh, for a Banzuke episode sometime in late April. Look, the other thing is that we have to swap podcast platforms. We don't know how it's going to work. We haven't thought about it up to this point, but we will be swapping. Please come with us. If you see a swap podcast platform and tweet or Facebook or Instagram about it, please come with us. We don't know what it means <laughs> we yet. We don't know what it means. <laughs> please. We're going to give it a go. Please support us through these very difficult times. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm Amy. I'm Dave. We are Sumo Mainichi. Thanks so much. See you next time. Bye. Yeah, baby.